0: Thank you for your mercies that endures. Thank you, Almighty God, for all you've been doing concerning us. Accept our thanks, O God, in the name of Jesus. This morning, we're gathered at your feet. Glorify yourself, O Lord. Put Satan to shame. Cause us to possess our possessions. Cause us to be a blessing to the whole world. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Let me hear louder. Amen. I want to talk about what do you see. But before that, just pray, Lord, give me eyes that will see into the invisible. Just pray, just pray, just talk to him, talk to your father. Give me eyes that will see into the invisible. Give me ears that will hear the inaudible and a heart that will carry your burden. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. I'm taking my text from Mark chapter 8 from verse 22. Mark 8, to 26. And Jesus cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him, and he begged him to please touch him. And Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands upon him, he asked him, What did you see? And the man looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. After that, he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up, and he was restored. This morning, whatever you've lost, it shall be restored. And so every man clearly, you'll see your destiny, and you'll pursue it, and you'll fulfill destiny in the name of Jesus. And he sent him away to his house saying, neither go to the town nor tell it to any in the town. May the Lord bless the reading of his word and the hearers in the mighty name of Jesus. The first thing you'll notice here was that it was the friends of the blind man that brought him to Jesus. The man didn't have faith. The man probably had not heard about Jesus, and the friends were used to his routine. Of always carrying him from house, drop him here, maybe he'll beg for arms, they'll come in the evening and bring him up. But they had a good news. Jesus was in town. And so the friends brought him to Jesus, and that speaks of intercession. My question is, when last did you bring somebody from your family, somebody's name from your family to Jesus? When last did you bring somebody from your office who's the troublemaker from your apartment to Jesus? When last did you pick up a burden for someone and say, Father, I'm not going to rest till this person is sorted out? We come with a platform of needs always to Jesus. Bless me, I, me, and myself every time. We need to change and be a blessing to somebody. They believed in Christ, but Christ saw that this guy was faithless, but he acted on the faith of the brethren, and they brought him to Jesus. I know every year, pastor will tell us, please list out 20 things we want Christ to do for us, and I wonder... Everything you could ever need for life, God has given you. Yes or no? That's the truth. So if that is true, why do we come to church again to beg for the same thing? Is it not an act of unbelief? Romans eight thirty two says, If God did not spare his only begotten son, but gave him up for us, how much more will he not with Christ also freely give us all things? All we needed with God, all we need with God is just to activate that which has been made available to us. In this kingdom, we war by faith, we fight the good fight of faith, we, we, we are justified by faith, we please God by faith. We need to activate it and then get what God has earmarked for us because he has called us into a ministry. A ministry of reaching out to people, bringing people Resting them from the, from, the, from, from, from the devil into his kingdom, they brought him. And what did Jesus do? He held him by the hand and brought him forth. When last did you do one-on-one evangelism with people? Jesus said something during the last convention or the one before, that we are to quadruple. That means we need to win, add four more to ourselves. And if I go around this place this morning, everywhere I've been to, the thing has been negative. If we are to win four people per year, that means every quarter, one person. So let me take January, February, March. How many souls did you win? April, May, June. How many? You should have won two by then. June, July, August, time is going. September, October, November, do you have any plans to win anybody to Christ? That is the pertinent thing with God Almighty. He loved the world so much, he gave. What are we ready to give? Jesus called him, and the first thing he did was to spit in his eyes. That is odd. If I should call people that want healing, come forward, and the first person I say, and I spit on him, what would the rest do? they take off. But that's where the ministry of the Holy Spirit is all about. Whatever I tells you to do, do it. Awkward things. An axe fell into water. And the man of God said, don't worry, give me a stick. And he dropped a stick and he floated back. Awesome. Jesus went to a party, wedding party. The wine finished. They said, we need more wine. He said, go and get water. Fill it up and then let's see what happens. Go and serve it. That's crazy. That's the ministry that we're in, crazy ministry. And we need to display. The whole world is waiting for a manifestation. You can't just sit down all the time. Worship is good. It brings his presence. After you receive it, what do you do with it? All the blessings is that we may be a blessing. Daddy Gio won several years back. dropped seven abadas on the altar and, and asked them to please touch it. That's not in the Bible. But the current version of the Bible is the Holy Spirit. He's a revealer. He will tell you what to do per second, per second, and we need to key in. After that, I asked him a question, what do you see? He said, I see men as streets walking. Let me drive that home. What do you see since you got born again? What have you been seeing in the elders, in the young ones, in 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 the toddlers? What do you see in them? You see, if you don't see the potential that God has in them locked up, and try to free them from all her we can't, we, can't, we can't manifest. What do you see? Let me give an example. In the uh, pastor's family, a young girl came in, no covering of ears, big earrings, red lipsticks, high stilettos, and she came in like that and sat down. And all the girls just took off, said, no, this is the world that has come in. One young brother came, said, look, how are you, sister? You're welcome. We have believers class, we have this on, and this is my phone number anytime. You can within three months, that lady was transformed. What would have happened to her if you had rejected her? And I'm glad with what I'm saying today. God wants you the way you are. No condemnation. Come. He's the one that will do the transforming acts and perform the operations in you. This lady was transformed. And that's how we go with our judgmental eyes. When you see people, what do you see? Do you see them as vagabonds? Do you see them as prostitutes and so you can't minister to them? Do you see them as occultists? Do you see them as what? I don't know, insurgent guys and Boko Haram? No, there's a ministry waiting for you. One of the things I enjoyed in our papa parish, Pastor Tony will take you as you are and transform you into what God wants you to be. That's life. That's imparting life to people. And that's what we've got to do. People need our ministry. So, Jesus now asks, what do you say? He says, I see men as streets walking. Let me give an example. Bible says there's a spirit in man, which is the inspiration of God. Every man, he didn't say born again Christian. Spirit in man. So, there's something in them that we've got to activate to connect back with God. is a ministry of reconciliation. We need to connect back to God in the life of that person. Bible says, let us create man after our likeness. Every man carries that spark of God. And it's the word that we speak to them. Romans 1.16 says, this gospel is the power of God unto what? Absolute salvation, transformation, healing, everything. It's the word that we speak to them that causes them to to be transformed. The madman of Gadara had 6,000 demons covering the spirit of God in him. How did he get all these 6,000? I don't know. Maybe while he slept, Satan planted rubbish into him. But then when he met the light, when he met Christ, he worshipped him. And we are all children of light. We are the light of the world. How many lives have you touched? We need to review our Christian life. How many lives have you touched? 6,000 demons was cast out of him. And then what happened? That one spirit remained in the spirit of God, was connected to God, and he became an apostle to ten cities, Decapolis. That was the original destiny of that man. What do you see in people? Do you condemn them? Are you judgmental? We should stop it. Let's see what's inside of them, what we can bring out that will key into kingdom principles. Saul, who became Paul, was a Boko Haramist, chopping people's head off, anyhow, until he met the light. When people meet you, what do they get? And so he was converted and said, Lord, what will you have me do? Not, Lord, bless me, heal me, this one. It's a ministry of service. And we need to change our views. Amen? One of the reasons that we're we are, we are, we are just, I have like a discalhecy attitude. Once I worship God, I put my offerings and that. So it's more than that. The reason is that God does not anoint stagnancy. You can't sit still and expect him to manifest. You can't. It's not possible. He said, these signs will follow them that believe. If he's following you, it means you are moving. What signs? He said, with your mouth, there is power, life and death. You can cast out the devil and then don't burn the devil that can withstand you. When you have your confidence in God. Lay hands on the sick and things will happen. These signs will follow them that believe. Please, how many believers are we here? If you're a believer, give me a big wiper. Come on, give me a big wiper. While you are there, please ask your neighbor. Say, neighbor, are you sure that you're a believer? What did they say? What did they say? Say, hmm. Please ask them again. When last the signs and wonders follow you? What did they say? They will laugh or speak in tongues. When the power is there, you don't need to, I don't know. We ask for power and it's all right. That's your level. But it's been given to you the very moment you got born again. Your DNA became that of God. You can walk in the realm of the supernatural. Every one of us, you don't have to be a pastor. In fact, every one of us, we are pastors. Every one of us, we are prophets. And we need to know we are deliverance minister. They even told Jesus, physician, heal yourself. It means to have the capacity and capability to heal, to sort your life out. If you connect with the word of life, let's go manifest. I saw this or something beautiful, choir, or oh, when are we going to manifest? When are we going to show forth the praises of him that has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light? That's what he's waiting for. Let's just activate these things. And he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things shall be jara. The church, believe you me, should have been fuller than this. Because by the time you start manifesting, pastors alone can't do this work. By the time you start manifesting, they want to follow you to church. You don't need to preach. See, I like what I'm saying. I, I always pray for people around me. Father, let them have problems that only me can solve. Life and death now, use it. That's it. And you'll be amazed. <laughs> 12 more minutes. Moses got to the Red Sea. And he saw the enemies coming back. And the people told him, Is something wrong with you, Moses? Were well, there no graves in um, Egypt? Why have you brought us out to this wilderness to die? You better do something about it. They started organizing committee to go back to Egypt. And that's man for you. What did Moses say? He said, no, cool your temper. Relax and see the salvation of the Lord. No, God does not anoint stagnancy. He went quickly to God. Lord, what will I just say? What? Tell these people. What did he tell them? He said, go forward. He said, what's in your hand? He said, it's a rod. He said, stretch it. Brethren, that rod. Is the word of God in our mouth today. Isaiah 11, 1, 2, 3 says, there's a rod that came out of the roots of Jesse, filled with seven spirits of God. That rod is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the word of life. When you speak, it's not permitted to come back to you void. And so they crossover over. I'm sorry for Pharaoh and his cohorts. David got to Ziglag after fighting for God and all his properties, everything were cutted away. And he started crying with the bread. And the Bible said they cried till they could cry no more. Crying doesn't solve this problem. I have a word for you. Stop crying. Go forward. He inquire from God. Find out from God whether your predicament is from God or from the devil. If it's from God, Lord help me, what would I do? If it's from devil, you are an overcomer. Cast, bind him, and cast him out of your life and forget about him. That's what it takes. And he Will God, should I go? Say, go, pursue. Will I overtake? Yes. Not only that, everything will be restored unto you. I want you to start off prophetically this morning, because I'm not going to be long. I want you to start off and go and meet five people, five of them, that's grace, and tell them, go forward. In every area of your life, in your marriage, go forward. Tell them, prophesy to them, go forward. Concerning your career, go forward. Concerning your children, go forward. Every area of your life, go forward. Go forward. Concerning your healing, go forward. God does not anoint stagnancy. Go forward. Hallelujah. Please let us be seated. Acts 10:38 says, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He did not see now warming benches. The Bible says he went about doing good. Let me tell your neighbor, go and do some good. Tell them again, go and do some good. Go and heal some sick people. Go and deliver some those that are in bondage. That is your ministry. We have it. Let's just manifest it. Can I hear amen? Now there is danger when you don't manifest. John 15 verse 2. John 15 verse 2. It says, John 15 verse 2, Every branch that is in me that beareth no fruit, what does it do? That takeaway is not Chinese takeaway. That takeaway is I kill you. For every branch that is in me that beareth fruit, I purge it. Why? So that I may bring forth more fruits. Now, if you are in Him and you are not productive, you die. That's what He's saying. In Him means you are born again. Water baptized, spirit filled, tongue speaking, but you are not productive. And God said, I can't work with you. I don't care if you are a financier. If you, I don't care which department you are in, choir ministers, uh, I take your life. There is no fruit in it. I kill you. So there are people that have been marginalised. There are people who are just like we will go on straight to heaven. I'm not going. You have to come in. No, let them go. And we've got to change. He said, but if you are in me, I'm going to purge you. I'm going to trim you, so that you may bear more f- more fruits. That means divine deliverance. We come to vigil, and we come and say, Father, witches and wizard from my father's house, from my in-law's house, die, 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 and you open your eyes, they're still alive. God said, don't worry, just work for me. Because you're working for me, part of your wages, I'm going to get my sake Everything that will not allow you to be fruitful, to grow, to fulfill, whether from your father's house, your mother's house, from your in-law's house, even in the church there are more <laughs> divine deliverance which one is better please you come every friday or you work for god common sense we need to start working that's what that's what it takes and everybody bible says concern you the whole world is waiting for your manifestation it is my prayer that will not be found wanting when it comes we should not be like the prodigal son they say spirit a man called, knows that no man is giftless. And you're going to be held accountable for the Spirit of God inside of you if you don't work it. Final scripture, six more minutes. It's Revelations chapter 22 verse 12. Revelations 22 verse 12 says, And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me. To do what? According as his work shall be, every man, every man will receive the reward. He's coming quickly. But if he tarries, he can say, you come. I will prepare to meet him. 2017, around October, I went to the bank. The guy there, the teller, said, oh, Daddy, I'm going to be getting married in November. I said, fine, give me your card. I will come. I heard later, the Friday was going to do his native law. Is it native law or whatever? A traditional wedding the night before a pep, three-legged nonsense thing on, on hit him he fell to the ground and died Christ has come quickly brethren that's the truth for him he died that's why we need to live ready any day any time they can press the button and we're gone we need to live ready we need to win souls my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Help me ask your neighbor, what kind of work are you doing for God? Who are you working for? Your primary purpose is to win souls. How many have you won this year? You are not asking the question. Ask them now. Help them to get to heaven. In fact, when you come for services like this and you greet each other, how are you? How is everything doing? Ask them, come. How many souls did you preach to? How many souls have you won? Look, at won five, and they're doing very well. God says in John fifteen sixteen, you didn't choose me. I chose you, and I ordained you. Don't wait for camp ordination. You may die before that day. He will still ask you. He has ordained you as a priest. I ordained you for a work. What's the work? Go and bring in souls. How many? Now, we bow down our heads. I want you to just talk to God. Father, I'm not where I'm supposed to be concerning kingdom. work. Give me the grace. Give me the grace, O Lord, to do your work. As I rise up from this mountain this morning, before your presence, everywhere I go to, anywhere I get to, the grace to be a witness to you. With signs and wonders following, please give to me, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Give to me, give to me. I know I have the power. I have the calling. You called me. You have empowered me. You chose me. You elected me. You selected me. Don't let me waste these virtues, oh Lord. Don't let me waste it. Don't let me waste it, oh Lord. At the end of the day, I want to stand recommended, oh Lord. I want to end up on your right hand side. Help me, oh Lord, God Almighty. Don't let me just play church. Glorify yourself, oh Lord, in my life. Talk to him.